So let's go 2 Corinthians chapter 10, reading from verse 3 to, four, to 5. The Bible says, For though we walk in the flesh as mortal men, we do not carry our spiritual warfare according to the flesh. And using the weapons of man. Apostle Paul says that though we walk in the flesh and we are mortal men, our spiritual warfare is not physical. The warfare that we engage ourselves in is not physical. The warfare that we engage ourselves in, it is beyond the flesh. He says, though we are mortal men, though we are human, the King James says, though we walk in the physical, we do not walk after the physical. Though we walk in the flesh, our warfare is not fleshly. It's not the weapons. We don't engage the weapons of the flesh. The weapons that physical men use in engaging in battle. We don't engage AK-47. We don't engage intercontinental ballistic missiles. We engage the weapons of the spirit. So he says, though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. Though our way, our we are human beings engaging in physical things, when it comes to the battle that we battle here, it is not fleshy. It is not physical. He said, though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. Next verse, he says, for the weapons of our warfare, the weapons with which we wage war, they are not physical. They are not normal, but they are mighty through God. In as much as our weapons are not physical, scripture says they are mighty through God, to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. The Bible says, for the weapons with which we are waging war, they are not physical, they are not normal, they are not any kind of weapons you can just find around, but our weapons are spiritual and they are mighty. They, they may not look physical, they may not look like it can cause any physical damage, but guess what? They are mighty through God to, to doing what? To the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and bringing down every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. And you need to get to that, that place of that understanding that it doesn't matter the enemies that are waging war against you if you can know how to engage battle in the spirit, if you can engage spiritual weapons, the weapon of prayer, the weapon of fasting, the weapon of sacrifice, if you know how to engage the weapons of the spirit, they are the weapon of prayer, the weapon of fasting, the weapon of the word of the Lord, the Bible calls the word of the Lord, the sword of the spirit. In other words, the word of the Lord is the soul with which we use to engage in warfare. So you need to get to that realm and that place where you, you know for sure that there is a battle that is going on. There is an engagement in the in this realm of the spirit that is going on, but you can only overcome. You can only break through in this battle, not just with the weapons of man or with carnal weapons, but with the weapons of the spirit. Some of the things that are contending against you and I, 
battling us here and there, you don't just engage weapons of the flesh. The weapons of the flesh cannot take you far. But if you get to the realm and the place where you know how to engage the weapons of the spirit, my God, if you know how to engage the weapons of the spirit, you are able to break through and you are able to rise in the spirit. You are able to overcome anything that comes out against you. You are able to deal with every force that contends against you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. You need to get to that place. You need to get to that realm. You need to get to that space in God where you are able to assess spiritual weapons and use them to your advantage. And today we are going to engage in warfare. And I want your hearts, your mind, your spirit to be involved as we engage in warfare to prepare ourselves for this family dedication fast. Every every mountain shall be removed and every valley shall be exalted to the glory of our God. I want your heart to be ready, your spirit to be ready, your mind to be ready as we are ready to zoom into prayer. The Bible says, for the weapons of our faith, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling out struggles. And the next point, what we are going to deal with is casting down imaginations. Casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God. Hear me, if you wait for the enemy to engage you and to attack you, you may get surprised. Are you hearing me? Like I was teaching in church yesterday, when you are dealing with your enemies, you must be fully armed and fully prepared for anything. If you are waiting, oh, this enemy cannot do that, that enemy cannot do that, before you realize the devil will take you for a ride, before you realize it will be too late for you to engage. But today we want to lift up our voice in prayer. We want to make a decree. We want to make a pronouncement. We want to speak forth the mind of God. We want to declare and engage in the spirit that every weapon, every satanic agenda, every demonic stronghold, any power that the enemy may release this coming week, this coming month against our lives. We want to engage the weapons of war and decree and declare, let it be permanently broken in the mighty name of Jesus. We want to engage the weapons of war and decree and declare any stronghold, any power, any authority, any satanic engagement that shall lift itself against the knowledge of God, against what God seeks to do in our lives. Let it backfire, let it be aborted, let it be nullified in the name of Jesus. Now hear me, he says, this is the weapons of our warfare are not kind of by mighty tree, but to the pulling down of strongholds. Now, hear this say, casting down imaginations. They are imaginations that men and women imagine against you. Imaginations, they are imaginations that men and women imagine. They are things that people imagine. He says, The weapons has the capacity to bring down evil imaginations. The imaginations of men, the attacks of men, the armory that is released in the spirit against us. He says, The weapons that we have. The weapon of prayer, the weapon of the word, the weapon of fasting, the weapon of sacrifice. It has the power to engage and bring down even evil imaginations. 
evil imagination. See, when I, I was thinking about this earlier, that when somebody goes to a witch doctor, there are things or weapons that the witch doctor uses. When you when you go to a witch doctor, number one, the witch doctor casts spells. They, they, they cast spells and they, they practice witchcraft. Now, what do they actually do? Number one, the first thing they do is that they speak. They make incantations against men. They make pronouncements against men. They make incantations against men. They make decrees against men. So when they, somebody takes you to a witch doctor and the witch doctor say, maybe they are fighting, say against your finances or against your business. They speak things against the businesses that you do. They make incantations. They cast spells. Now, the first one is the casting of spells. The next one is that they speak and make incantations. Before you leave, nobody goes to a witch doctor's office or, or, or shrine without a sacrifice. Before you leave, the witch doctor will tell you to make a sacrifice. Why? Because those are the weapons with which they use to wage war against you. And they use tokens. They can use, say, sacrifice, a fowl, sacrifice, um, 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 a goat, or a lamb, or whatever it is. Those are the tokens and the weapons with which, which doctors use to contain. There is no one that can go to a witch doctor's shrine to seek for help or to present another person to be attacked, and they will not make a sacrifice. You do not leave a witch doctor's shrine without a sacrifice. You must sacrifice somehow. And the question is, if a witch doctor would demand that you sacrifice, what is it that we come into the presence of God and we are engaging in battle, we are engaging in warfare, and it is so difficult for people to make a sacrifice when it comes to warfare, when it comes to the house of God, when it comes to you engaging in a battle. Let me tell you, I always say this, prayer moves man. What is God is sacrifice? Because God has never prayed to God. God has never prayed to no one. But then once upon a time, Father God sacrificed. What makes him be able to identify with you when you pray is the sacrifice that you couple with your prayer. The other day, the Bible talks about a, a prophet called Balaam. He was who was a, a, a prophet that was corrupt. Now, Balaam was a prophet and he was hired by a king of Moab called Balak. And the king um, um, wanted to attack God's people. The king wanted to attack the children of Israel. And the Bible says the prophet, um, God told the prophet not to go to that king. That, but the prophets overlooked the, the instructions of God and flouted the instructions of God and still went ahead because he was giving money. And when the prophet was ready to make decrees over Israel, to make pronouncements over Israel, the prophet said to the king, I want you to erect a sacrifice and stand by your sacrifice. He says, erect seven altars and put seven bullocks and seven rams on each altar per advantage, per adventure. The Lord will descend and come through for you. How, how can a man 
who God has instructed not to go to meet the king of Moab, but he went against the instructions of God. He says, I want God to come down, but before God comes down, you must invoke a sacrifice because sacrifices has the capacity to pull God down even when he doesn't want to move. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, one of the things you need to understand, it doesn't matter where you are, things that invoke spirits, one of the things that invoke spirits is sacrifice. You literally invoke spirits. You literally call spirits into action when you invoke sacrifices. Are you hearing me? When you invoke sacrifices, you call spirits into action. And even fasting is a form of sacrifice. Sacrifice is when you deny yourself of a pleasure. You are actually saying you want to deny yourself of eating and wait on God that this coming with something must shift in your family. It's up, it's up to you. If you are ready to engage in battle, you are ready to engage in warfare, you, you will be able to break through. Not just you, but your entire household, your entire family. That black line pattern must be broken. If you are ready to engage in battle, you, have, you will be able to deal with the enemy. But the problem with most of us is that we are not ready. We just get to a space and a place. Oh, and you take things trivially. I told you yesterday, if you trivialize your enemy, the devil will take advantage of you. Yes, you you literally call spirits into action when you make sacrifices. So prayer is a weapon. Sacrifice is a weapon. Fasting is also a weapon that we use to engage the enemy. How is fasting a weapon? The other day, the scripture says, let me get, the, the, the scripture says that Jesus said the other day, he says, Jesus said, this kind goeth not except by fasting and prayer. He said, this kind goeth not. There are certain kinds of things that can only go when we fast and pray. There are certain issues. Let me go let, Go with me to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Go with me to Mark chapter 9. The weapon says, our weapons are not carnal. Our weapons are not physical. Even if you live with a witch, it will be very stupid and careless for you to say, oh, this is a witch, so I'm going to physically attack him. No, we don't fight like that. The scripture I read dreams is for our weapons, they are not carnal. They are not physical, but it says they are mighty through God. In as much as our weapons are not carnal, they, they are not physical, they are not intercontinental ballistic missiles. It says they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of Christ. Mark chapter 9. Now let me read from um, 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 um. let me read from um, verses verses let me read from verses 23. Now verse 23. Jesus said to him, all things are possible to them that believe. 
Verse 24, immediately the father of the boy cried out with a desperate and a piercing saying, saying, I believe, help my own belief. When Jesus saw that the crowd rapidly gathered and was gathering around them, he rebuked the unclean spirit. Now, this is a young boy that was brought to the disciples of Jesus for the disciples of Jesus to heal him, but they couldn't. Now, when they couldn't, the Bible says that the, man, the father of the boy came to Jesus and said, Sir, why is it that? My these disciples could not heal the boy. And then Jesus said, Oh, you faithless generation. In other words, the, the, the boy would had a disease like epilepsy. The boy will fall down and foam on his mouth. When you read the whole chapter 9 and from verse 14, you'll be able to get a better um, clarity foam. And it's more like an epilepsy, epileptic seizure that used to come upon the boy. So the disciples have tried praying and praying and praying, but the Bible calls this disease a demonic spirit. Jesus causes, and the Bible says, Jesus cast out that unclean spirit. In as much as it was a disease, spirit Actually, there is there was something that was propelling it to manifest. That is why I always say, behind every physical disease is a spirit. Behind every physical disease is what is a spirit. You need to understand that spirits things don't just happen. All right, things don't just happen. Things don't just move. You, people don't just force it. People don't just die. People don't just have certain experiences. What happens is that some of the things that happen, they come as a result of a spirit that pushes these things and causes them to manifest. Some spirits are behind some of these actions. Now let's continue. Let's continue. After screening, verse four, uh, Verse, verse, verse 25, when Jesus saw the crowd was rapidly gathering, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you deaf and dumb spirit, this week, may you rebuke any demonic spirit that is operating in your family, any spirit that is not of the Lord, that is causing chaos, that is causing confusion, any spirit that is not of the Lord, that is causing evil things to perpetuate in your family. This week we will stand and declare, let that spirit be aborted, let that spirit be aborted, any satanic spirit, we are here to make a decree, we are here to make a pronouncement, let that spirit be destroyed in the name of Jesus. We are here to declare no evil spirit shall continue operating in your home. No satanic spirit shall continue operating in your life. No satanic spirit shall continue operating in your family. Anything that strains the lives of God's people. Whatever it is that is tormenting your family, this week we are going to engage as we engage in fasting, we engage in prayer, and we decree and declare in the spirit, those forces shall give way in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. He said, the Bible says, and Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, you deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him and, and, and never enter him again. And after screaming and throwing himself into a terrible convulsion, it came out. It came out. And the boy looked so 
much like a corpse. Mm. But Jesus took him by hand and raised him and he stood up. When he had gone indoors, the disciples began asking him privately. Now, now after Jesus had left the people and they were indoors, the disciples began to ask him privately, privately, why were we unable to drive the demonic spirit out? The disciples said, sir, why is it that we were not able to drive the demonic spirit out? And here the answer of Jesus. Jesus said, we are talking about weapons of warfare. Jesus replied, this kind of unclean spirit cannot come out by anything but by prayer and fasting. There are certain things that cannot come out, not unless you engage prayer and fasting. There are certain things that cannot be stopped, not unless you engage prayer and fasting. There are certain things, it, it cannot be terminated, not unless you are able to engage prayer and fasting. Now, when you read the same account in Matthew chapter 27, um, verses 21, the Jesus said, Jesus said, this demon does not go out. Say, this kind of demon. Now, I like the way Matthew puts it. Matthew says, this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. There are certain kinds of demons. Oh, my God. Some of you, the demons you are fighting with, if you pray once, they disappear. That there are other demons you must engage fasting. You must engage the weapon of fasting. Otherwise, they do not go. That is why I pity many people who are refusing to join this fast. It's up to you. Like I always say, you can choose to sit on the fence. When we are engaging in a spiritual warfare like this, but if you want to, now, this imagine Jesus telling his disciples that this kind of demon, my God, if you read the Amplified Version of the Bible, in Matthew chapter 17, verses 21, that is how he puts it. The Amplified says, Jesus said, but he said, this kind of demon does not go out except by prayer and fasting. This kind of demon. That means there are different kinds of demons. There are demons just by prayer, they can disappear. But there are demons, you must deal with them through fasting and prayer. There are certain battles you can just fight just by praying. There are certain battles you can just fight just by prayer and just by fasting. Like I said, there are certain battles that you have to engage sacrifice. So I've talked about prayer, I've talked about sacrifice, and I'm now talking about fasting. You must learn how to engage. I'm going to talk about the last weapon, and then now we are, we are able to go. I mean, for there are other weapons of war, but I would not invoke them now because of uh, just for the sake of of our online audience because you see there are other things some somebody may think you are taking things to the stream but let me at least at least teach you the basics i've talked about prayer being the weapon of war i talked about prayer being the weapon of war i talked about fasting and talked about um, prayer fasting and then sacrifice now I'm I'm, I'm 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 closing on fasting, and so let's go. He says, "But this kind of demon does not go, except by prayer and fasting." Maybe you have only been praying about your issue, but you have not coupled it with fasting. Maybe you have been fasting, and praying, maybe you didn't add sacrifice, you didn't invoke spirits. Hey. You did not invoke spirits. You didn't invoke spirits. You must learn how to invoke spirits by your fasting. 
You must learn how to invoke prayer deals with things. Fasting has its place. Sacrifice also has its place. Now, when you read the book of maybe um, 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 when there was a time Israel was going to go to war, and the Bible said, just dropped this in regarding um, sacrifice. And the Bible said, they, they went to Samuel the prophet and said to Samuel, Samuel, pray for us, for we are about to go to war. And the Bible talks about how Samuel took a lamb, a suckling lamb. And Samuel took a suckling lamb and, and made a prayer and sacrificed it and prayed for Israel. Guess what? The Bible says, when Samuel made the sacrifice and Samuel made the prayer. Now, let me go to that scripture for you. I'm, I was looking for it and I've got in it. First Samuel. So, there are demons that do not go, not unless you fast. And there are demons that this kind, this kind, I don't know which kind of issue you are dealing with, but today we are going to engage in warfare. We are going to engage in warfare. We are going to engage in warfare. First Samuel. Go with me to First Samuel. First Samuel chapter seven. First Samuel chapter seven. Labado Shabayabaya. Now let's let's read from verse seven. First Samuel chapter seven from verse seven. And the Bible says quickly. Let's do this quickly, and then we can I can take the last weapon, and then we can make prayer. I'm just preparing your heart and your mind, like I said, for tomorrow's fasting and prayer. So please let's engage. Let's engage. Let's engage. Now First Samuel chapter seven from verse seven. Now the Bible says now the Philistines heard that Israel had gathered in Mizpah, and the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when Israel heard of it, they were afraid of the Philistines. The enemy began to engage in battle against Israel. Right? And the enemy, I don't know who is fighting you. I don't know who, who, who has decided to engage you in war. The enemy decided to engage in battle against Israel. Now the Bible says, and the sons of Israel said to Samuel, my God, I think I will, and I, will, I will speak on this in the course of the week. I will, I will speak on this in the course of the week. Uh, I, was, I, was, I was meditating on it sometime last weekend. It, it was quite profound. It was quite profound. It was quite profound. I mean, he says, and, 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 and the sons of, of Israel said to Samuel, do not cease to cry out to the Lord. Now, when you engage in warfare, you need to, when you've realized that the battle is intense, engage your prophet. Did you hear what I said? Engage what? Engage the prophet. You need to learn how you can engage the prophet. The Bible says, and the sons of Israel said to their prophet, sir, there is a problem. Say, do not cease to cry out to the Lord for us. So that we may say, so that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. 
they do not cease to cry out um, unto the Lord for us, so that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Uh -huh. Now, next verse. He says, so Samuel, now some, the, the Israelites went to Samuel and said, Sir, please, don't stop praying for us. Continue praying for us. Continue praying for us. So Samuel now started to pray. And let's look at the prayer of Samuel. Let's look at it quickly, quickly, quickly. Bible says, so Samuel took a nursing lamb and offered it as a burnt offering to the Lord. Israel is going to war. The prophet is praying for Israel and see how the prophet is making the prayer. You understand? The pro-Israel have gone to the prophet. Let's look at the scenario. There's a problem. Israel is afraid. The enemy is about to attack. Things are about to get bizarre. Now, they go to their prophet and say, sir, pray for us because we don't know what to do. Now, the Bible says the prophet picks a suckling lamb. And they say, lamb, and offered it whole as a burnt offering to the Lord and cried out to the Lord, the Lord God of Israel. And the Lord answered him. You see, when, when Samuel, the prophet, went to battle with the sacrifice, the Bible says, and the Lord had him. This week, may you prepare a sacrifice that will make heaven hear your voice. You see, the Bible says, and Samuel took a sacrifice and sacrificed it unto them, and the Lord had him. And the Bible says, as Samuel was offering the burnt offering, the Philistines approached for battle against Israel. Then the Lord tended with a great voice that that day that the Philistines threw, were thrown into confusion and they were defeated before Israel. The, the enemy was approaching, but the prophet was making sacrifices. The sacrifice literally commanded and activated an outdraw against the enemy. Today we make a prayer. That has been released against you in a demonic asana, projected against you as we stand with our weapon of sacrifice, as we make sacrifices unto the Lord in prayer, as we make prayer, as we wait on God in fasting, we decree and declare in the name of Jesus, may Jehovah tender against our enemies, may the Lord tender against every adversary in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God, Malago Shate, Libra Zuzula Bandibi Gadoskahaya, Havalia Mako Shalala Brata. I don't know which weapons, which attacks are coming out against you, but I pray for you in the name of Jesus. May Jehovah God release grace upon you. May you be preserved. 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 May you be preserved in the mighty name. Of Jesus, I speak prophetically and I decree and declare as you engage the weapon of prayer, as you engage the weapon of fasting, as you engage your sacrifices, every arsenal shall not prevail against you, every weapon of the enemy shall not speak against you. We decree and declare you are covered, you are protected, you are secure in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Lava, lava, shaka, prashan, dimika, dos, kada, vazia, ata. 
I want you to share the link. I want you to invite a friend, invite a brother, invite a sister. Let somebody get connected. Let somebody get connected. Let somebody get connected. Let someone get connected in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. This is God's servant, the apostle David, who will see your international followers. Prophet, I want you to share the link. I want you to invite a friend, invite a brother, invite a sister. Now, let me take on the last, the last weapon. Now, the last weapon is the weapon of the word, which is called the soul of the spirit. We have talked about the weapon of prayer. We have talked about the weapon of fasting, the weapon of sacrifice, and the weapon of the word. Now, I want you to go with me, if you would, to the book of Matthew chapter 4. Matthew chapter 4. And then afterwards, we zoom into prayer. We go, we go to Psalm 27, zoom into prayer. So we take three prayer points and then we'll be out of here and then we will prepare ourselves for tomorrow. Hallelujah. It's going to be, it's, the, the service begins at 5.30. If you, it's 5.30 to 8. If you delay, you will not be able to join me. Come through and let us pray. It is going to be awesome, powerful, mega, serious time in the presence of the Lord. So please don't joke with it. Don't joke. Don't joke. We are going to engage in prayer. We are going to engage in fasting. We are going to engage. I'm telling you, you cannot afford to miss it. See, there is a thing we say in our language that sounds like this. When you have not seen anything, you take life trivially. When you when you know things are against you, you engage in war. Don't wait for things to go sour before you pray. Don't wait for things to go bad now. You are calling, now you are crying. What is happening to me? How is the business collapsing? How are things not working? Man of God, pray. No, no, no. This is the time that now that it looks like everything is okay, this thing looks okay, everything looks like it's working. This is the time to engage in warfare. Matthew chapter 4. Let's go. Oh, let, let me take Luke chapter 4. It's, it's surprisingly, and there is only one Bible story that appears in, in, different, in, in different books by the same chapter. Matthew chapter 4 has the story of how Jesus was tempted, and Luke chapter 4 also has the same story. Matthew chapter 4 has the same story, and Luke chapter 4 has the same story. So you can either take Matthew chapter 4 or Luke chapter 4. Um, let, me, let me just read from Luke chapter 4. Or Matthew chapter 4 is the same story. I mean, literally almost the same, but the same chapter. Are you following me? Hallelujah. Now, the Bible says, okay, let me go. I said Matthew first, so let me just say Matthew. Let's take from Matthew. Now, the Bible says, Matthew chapter 4, reading from verse 1. Let's go. And the Bible says, now Jesus was led by the Holy Ghost into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Oh, my God. Now, that is a very deep, controversial statement. Did you hear what I said? That is what a very deep controversial statement. Very, very deep one. It's a very deep controversial statement. The Bible says Jesus was led by the Holy Ghost into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. <clears throat> Jesus was led by the Holy Ghost into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Now let's go. And the tempter came and said to him, If you and the son of man command these stones to become bread. Now, that is another deep statement there. Even the devil knows. I was teaching about the law of decree last week. I mean, the week after. Yeah, actually, it was last week when I was in Dallas. 
Now, he says, even the devil knows that for you to change things in the physical, you must know how to declare. He says, the devil said, if you are truly the son of God, son, are you a son of God? Are you a daughter of God? Are you a child of God? The devil knows that in this kingdom, for things to shift, for things to change, for things to take a new turn, there must be a decree. He says, if you are truly the son of God, command these stones to become bread. Command them. Then some, some, the NIV, I think it is the NIV that says, tell it, tell it, say to it, that let it become bread. In other words, even for the devil knows that for a stone to tell, you must speak it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. But maybe you are not seeing how deep the statement is. The devil understands how things are shifting, how things shift in this life. The devil will say, if you are the son of God, command it. In other words, the devil even knows for any situation to change, you must rise up and command it. You must rise up and speak to it. Let me tell you, if you don't learn how to speak to things, if you don't learn how to command things, Ali Magadosa, the devil says, if you are truly the son, if you are a son of God, you must learn how to command things. You must learn how to speak to things to change. Uh, this week, we shall be speaking over our families. Uh, we shall be speaking over our businesses. We shall be speaking over our destinies. We shall be speaking over our marriages and relationships. We shall be speaking over uh, our ministries. Say, Jesus said, the devil said, son, if you are truly the son of God, I know how things operate in this realm. Command. Command it. He didn't say change it. See, the, 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 the Sunday school teacher that talked to you, told you, see, the devil said, change this stone to bread. No, 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 no. The devil said, command. He said, the NIV says, tell, speak to it to become bread. You speak to it. Even the devil understands how things operate in this earth range. Ladies and gentlemen, you must be spiritually proactive and sensitive enough to know how to move things in this dimension. You cannot change anything without declaring, without speaking, without making pronouncements. You need to learn how to engage the spiritual law of decree. If you want to change your marriage, change your career, change your finances, even the devil knows how things operate in the spirit. Here is a command. I command things to be for to run in my favor. I command my name to be favored in high offices. I command doors to open unto me. I command and decree and declare in the name of Jesus, favor is mine. I command in the mighty name of Jesus, every door that was shut is open. I command in the name of the Lord Jesus, ah, miracles are happening in the mighty name of Jesus. I command and declare we are shifting my family is shifting. My siblings are shifting. In the name of Jesus, they are shifting to their next dimension. In the bloodline pattern that runs through my family, we stand in authority and we decree and declare it is broken. It is destroyed. In Jesus' name, we declare that with thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. Zelele broska brasetendi ni gadoska pa. Izelele katupa la 
Zacharias, Malulu Bagra, Luskazete, E Malupalia Azotea. Somebody say in the name of Jesus, I speak over my family and I declare, let there be a ship. Now let, let me try and close, let me try and close, let me try and close. This week from tomorrow morning, eh, it is fire for fire. We are fasting and praying. Don't let anybody stop it. Five days. If you want to break your fast before you come, fair enough. But in the future, you know what we are going to do? In the future, not this particular fast, but in the future, we will break the fast at church. We will all take tea and bread at the sanctuary, five, between five and six. We break the fast and then we join in the service. My Lord, my God, to buy us. So between five and six, we will pray. And then by six, we, we break for 30 minutes. Everybody go and take tea. And then by 6.30, 7, we come. 6.30, we come in. We run, we push, wash it, 30 minutes. I take the microphone at 7. By 8, we close. Not this one, because we didn't really prepare. This one, we didn't really plan it. It was just by prophetic inspiration that we, we are doing it. And that is why we are even physically meeting. And now we are giving people money to also watch online. But listen to me. It is going to be dangerously also. Mega, 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 mega season. Hallelujah. La Zuba la Gadini Gados. Razuzuna Grandes Casima Tata. Now let's go, 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 let's go. He says, And the tempter said to him, If you are truly the Son of God, command these stones to become bread. And Jesus replied, It is written, for, and forever remains written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere that comes out of the mouth of God. Now, when the devil came to Jesus and was trying to invoke spiritual laws and trying to, I mean, lead Jesus into, into commanding a stone to become bread. Remember, this Bible didn't say change this stone into bread. Jesus, the scripture says, command, speak to it. The version, version says, tell it to become bread. Right? Yeah. So you need to understand um, 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 how things operate in the spirit. Now Jesus said, "This can, this can only." Jesus says, after the devil said to him that he should command these stones to become bread, Jesus said to the devil, "Watch this! Watch this! Watch this! I want to. I, I want. Let me look for something for you. Yeah." Yes. Now, when you read the New Living Translation, let me read it for you. The New Living Translation says this way. During the time, the devil came and said to him, if you are truly the son of God, tell these stones. NIV says, tell these stones. New Living Translation says, tell these stones to become bread. The Berean Standard Translation says, tell these stones to become bread. King James says, command these stones to become bread. New King James says, command these stones to become bread. There is no way the scripture said that changed these stones into bread. No, because according to the original Greek word that was used there, it means speak to it, say something to it. Things, even the devil knows that in this earth realm, things change by speaking. What have you been saying? What have you been saying? What have you been declaring upon your life? What have you been declaring? Declare the right things and you shall start seeing the right things happening in your life. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. 
So Jesus said, that Jesus said, when let me let me try, let me close on this. Jesus said to the devil, it is written, when the enemy came out against Jesus, Jesus used the weapon of the word. It is written. It is written. Sometimes the devil can frustrate your mind and you are feeling depressed and you are feeling all that you must say it is written. You must learn how to say it is written. You must learn how to say it is written. You see, if you don't know the word of the Lord, if you are not spiritually sensitive, you, are, you will not be able to know which words to use. If you don't know the word of the Lord, you cannot apply the weapon of the word. The Bible calls the word of God the sword of the spirit. When, when Apostle Paul was teaching the church in Ephesus about the weapons of war, he says, put on the whole armor of God. So that you may be able to stand against the world. Now he describes the armor, and now he, he talks about the armor. That's why I said there are other weapons, but I didn't want to engage. He takes take the sword of the spirit. Sword is for fighting. You know the sword in those days. He said the sword of the spirit in the realm of the spirit. What is used in battle is the sword, which is the word of the Lord. How see how sharp is your sword is determined by how much of the word of God that is embedded in your spirit. When you engage the word of God in prayer. You are able to break chains and break things that you are able to advance and move in, 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 in the face of the spirit. But see, most of us, we don't have the way. You are so shallow on the way. You don't know much of the way. And when we tell you to connect to grace hour so that you grow spiritually, you do not grow. You don't. See, let me tell you. Most people pray so much, but they are not able to break through because you don't know the way. You pray empty, vague. Prayers that are not spiritually based, that are not word-based, so you are not able to pray through. But when you know the word of God for yourself, you connect with the word, and you engage the word in battle. You engage this week from tomorrow. If you are within this Kenya, you are within this Nairobi and its environment, tomorrow get into the auditorium. The time is 5.30 p.m. sharp. By 6.30, you will be on the microphone. So that by eight, we can finish and go. We pray, we and then we pray, and then I give you a prophetic word for you and your family, and then you go. Trust me, you must not miss this prophetic encounter. And you hear I me? Mean? Jesus said to the enemy, it is written. The devil comes again. Jesus says again, it is written. The weapon of the word of God is the weapon that can you can use to defeat the enemy at any time. If you know the word of God, you can't get depressed. You, you, the, the, you see, depression, depression, guilt, all those kind of things is from the devil. So now, when you know the word of God, the devil tries to depress you, you begin to speak the word, you begin to speak the word, you begin to speak the word back to yourself. And that is how you break through. Are you hearing me? So you need to know how to engage the word of the Lord in prayer, in your and fasting. You need to engage prayer, you need to engage fasting, you need to engage the word. Now, I'm going to take one prayer and then we will be out of here. So let's go say in the name of Jesus, I decree and declare, I as I activate my weapons this week. Father, let every battle that has been arrayed against me, let it be destroyed. As I activate weapons of war, I command every satanic agenda, every satanic scheme, every evil projection projected against me, against my family, let it be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice. Hallelujah. 
Rakunda Basimiranta, Atololos Kabasimini Kabrantaka, Aseria Maton Talibi Kaba, Apalalanda Tonene Kaba, Atoria Rakunda Brasanda Nabata, Apalia Makosa Tilibi Azua, Ateneme Katonodos Kabranta, Rapa Palia Bacone Kazua Ante, Eselele Kaparia Basone Kaba, Rante Telia Brakunda Ba, Asoneme Kabrantata, Rante Teleles Kabranta, Rapalia Bacolia Asoneme Kaba, Aseneme Kabrantata, Malini Antonimi Kadimi Anta, Rante Tele Katunimi Azuti, Ebrantos Caselia Brasonimi Anta, Apalia Bacunda Basua Ata, Apala Bacosalala Branta, Apalia Baconeme Azua Latanta, Epele Peria Baconda Ba, Asenene Kaduba, Atenemeha, Alimi Abrandos Caselenemeha, Atolia Brasonene Kaba, Asenia Matonta, lift up your voice and declare every satanic armory, every weapons of the enemy released against your life. Today we declare, let it backfire. Let it backfire. Let it backfire. Let it backfire. And let me Catholic Abrandos Caselia, Antonia Bracunda da Basua la Pa, Asenene Cabrantata, Alimi Antonia Bacoria Azotea. Somebody lift up your voice right here and declare, Apalia Bacolosa, Asenene Capalia Atota, and Seria Braconda Bala Batua Atea. We break down every satanic agenda, every plot of hell that is not of the Lord against our lives. We decree and declare, let it catch fire, let it be aborted, let it be negated in the name of Jesus. We lift up holy hands in prayer and we decree and declare a Libyanta, 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 a Palabacoria, Rabababalua, and Tetelia Bacoa, a Senenemeta, in the name of Jesus. Hear it. 